and welcome uh, to this, the first episode of the Super Freak Media podcast, No Ghouls Allowed. So, Casper, you can f*** off. Yeah. I liked it. I so we're definitely bleeping, yeah? Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> anyway, today's topics up for discussion are the films that got us into horror and are horror movies overlooked at the awards. Here with me today we've got Liam Banks, our very own director. Hello. We've got our very own final girl, Charlie Clark. Hello. And sitting in the corner complaining about bulbs, it's Richard Parker. Oh, yes. You gave that no context. <laughs> it is a lamp. We are just throwing that out there. It why is, is it, why is it a lamp? It's the technical term. It's a lamp. Everyone else refers to it as a bulb and it drives me up the wall. It's because it's every a bulb. Shoot. Yeah. Every, every shoot. Every shoot. Oh, stop snapping You do realise we do it just Start snapping that. It works, believe me. <laughs> Someone told me at some point it was a luminaire. No, the luminaire is what it goes in. Isn't that? That sounds kind of flashy. Though. I think I like that. No, that's Lumiere. That's Lumiere. There's it a difference. The, the dude with the three yeah. little things. Yeah. French. Yeah. Ah, mon cher, I am a lamp or a thing. No, he's a candelabra. I am a lamp. He's a candelabra. All right, Rich. Yeah. Jesus. Well, technician. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Do you think by the end of this, Straight people just think we just hate each other? Oh, I think so. I think so. These things are set out of love. So, right? as it's the first episode, I thought it'd be cool if we all introduced ourselves. Um, Liam, do you want to kick us off? You are you are the director man. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm Liam. I uh, created Super Freak Media back in 2009. We just recently celebrated 10 years. I primarily direct. Um, I have a huge passion for for horror. That's uh, what I love to do, and I've kind of picked up this group of crazy people along the way, and we uh, we continue to create stuff together, which is pretty special. So, yeah, that's that's me. Lovely, <laughs> Charlie. Do you want to go next? Um, so I am Charlie, and I am an actress. Um, I started off doing a lot of musical theatre. Um, that's what I did when I graduated from drama school, and then slowly made the move into film, and then picked up Liam at some point, and then the rest of the Super Freak Media family kind of shortly followed. But um, yeah, primarily acting, but also do some assistant directing and some assistant producing every now and again. Um, but yeah, big big fan of horror. I think that's kind of what made me kind of transition from doing theatre into film was my love of horror. So that's me. Yeah, cool. Jody P. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm Rich. Uh, I kind of come at things from a little bit of a different standpoint. I'm a technician in my day job. So a lot of that kind of translates into what I do on set. Um, bit of camera assisting bit of grip, bit of gaffer work, or generally if you need someone to just uh, gremlin in the corner and hold a light or waft some smoke, that's me. Classic. <laughs> Pretty much everything. Classic. <laughs> and uh, I'm Jono, so I'm the uh, a DOP, so I'm Director of Photography, so I do a lot of that work for Super Freak Media. Um, I've been working with Super about five years, I think we worked it out, it was uh, the copywriter. So yeah. that was five five years ago, I think yesterday, that we wrapped on yeah, that, which is yeah, ridiculous. Um, I also do a bit of acting work, and apparently I'm a podcast presenter as well, which is... Cool. Um, well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Brilliant. Already. Um, Richard, yes. favourite horror movie, go. Favourite horror movie, uh, probably It Follows. Mm. Oh, good choice, mm. yeah. Charlie Clark. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. The, the original Nightmare The original, on Elm not that... You can bleed this talking. out show that was the remake cool. <laughs> it should just be a continuous bleed it's the entire podcast Charlie's flatlined <laughs> no, uh, mine would be Halloween of course again the original uh, cool. can't beat it for me cool 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 no doubt, um, no doubt. No doubt. The <laughs> thing is, Richard stressed me out there because he said it follows and that is actually my favourite horror film mm-hmm. so I'm going to sound like I'm just the little kid at the back of class going, yeah, the same as him. Yep. yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Never, never seen a film that's made me feel that uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that was got, what got me. I think like, that's probably the best film I've ever seen like at a cinema, horror-wise. I'm right. a big fan of yeah. jump scares but I think something about that just made me feel... Not really scared, but just really on edge for the skin. entire thing. Yeah. I, I'm going to say the really unpopular opinion here, but I, I'm not the biggest fan. I know, and you're all going to hate me, but I think it is one of those very divisive films. And mm. I, 
I, I think I need to have another watch of it. But I was left the cinema very underwhelmed by it. See, the thing is, I watched it at the cinema and I had the same reaction to Richard and Liam, which was like, it creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... It wasn't necessarily... It wasn't jumpy. It, there was a few moments, like, you know, the guy looming through the door and things like that, but... Yeah, it wasn't really that scary, though, but like, it, traditionally. No, but it, it, it got was, to me. It was the fact that you were constantly looking behind the characters. Yeah. You were, you were all... It made you look around and, and actually really see the whole frame as yeah. opposed to just focusing on what they wanted you to focus on. That's Because you thing. were constantly thinking of something. That's something, something I there. think, that... It didn't happen to me in the cinemas like since Paranormal Activity, the first one. Mm. That was looking Gosh. around the frame and that ruined me. And then with It oh. Follows, it was a similar yeah. sort of thing. I think, though with It Follows, the thing that I struggled with was actually liking the characters. Like, I wasn't rooting for any of them. I didn't really. Mm. See, I thought that they were really care kind of identifiable. Survived. Like, they, I, they were teenagers. I didn't think that they were that, that clean. I think what I have a problem with, I know that sounds really weird, but I have a problem with films these days, particularly the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. They're all like. I was going to say, don't come super, to my original. They're all like <laughs> super pretty. They've yeah. got cars, like pretty much their own houses. Mm-hmm. Everything's sorted for them. These guys obviously have parent, parental issues. I don't think any of them washed. Um, they were all having sex with each other. It was, it, it, to me, that was kind of how it felt to kind of grow up. It was messy. It you never washed. Well, not washing. Yeah. Mm. But I, I wash. Just to put that out there. But I felt it was quite realistic. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it needs another watch for me. But I, I wasn't. There was something about that film that, like, the next day after watching it, because I think I watched it for the first time with you, Johnny. Yeah, I took it around your house. Um, didn't I? Yeah, and I, like, I just went about my day. I don't know if I went into town or something the next day, and I just. Like, seeing somebody random walking towards me on the same side of the road Mm. all of a sudden was not okay. Yeah, it makes the everyday, like, terrifying. I think the music as well is the major thing that I think really got me because it was so loud and so intense, Mm. but it wasn't horror music. I'm sure Disaster Piece, the guy, make, like, game music, like, primarily. So that was a departure for him to do horror music. But you can tell, but it it works so well. Mm. Like, it's... Yeah, I thought it was spot on. I think... It's interesting that Charlie didn't necessarily... It didn't click with Charlie because yeah. it didn't click with Hayley either when we went to see yeah, it at the maybe cinema. Maybe it's a girl's game. A couple yeah. of people at work seem to hate it. Like, I, I recommended it to them mm. and they came back and they were like, it was crap. I think like, it's because they're expecting like it. maybe The Conjuring. I think I think yeah. people like expect horror films to be a certain thing nowadays, like particularly paranormal things. They expect jump scares, and that really yeah. doesn't have them. No, yeah. there's, there's it's, very it's few. Terrifying in a different I will way. give it the fact that it's it's very unique. It's very different. As Timeless a film. as well. You don't know what time it's set. Yeah, mm. like there's no but, indication. Yeah, I don't know. It was just one of them that didn't mm. really register with me. As I didn't have the same kind of wow reaction that you guys did, which I don't know why. It's fair. <laughs> just it's one fair. of them things. Shall we move on? Sure. Yeah. First yep. topic. That was a nice debate. That was good. That's but that's interesting. I thought I was like, I'm not. I'm going to be a bitch now and hate on everyone's favourite films. No, but that's that's the thing. You can hate on it, and it's it's an opinion, isn't it? It, it, It's it's all subjective. Sorry, I'm just actually turning my phone. Terrible. It's a professional. Yeah. Yeah, but it was vibrating. Sorry. So first topic: the films that got us into horror. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a horror film it's just the one that sort of sparked that interest and made you think you know what horror films are pretty cool so I mean I don't know how to start this off I don't know who wants to go first yeah I think you should myself but it depends if you're going to say the same thing as me (laughs) 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 but the thing is if I say it first this time it looks like you're copying me so that's fine (laughs) Um, so I've I've got one and a half I think you should say your half and then I'll say the one. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I'm going to go all in. So, um, I guess the, the, the kind of the in thing for me to say would be like, oh, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, you know, six or seven or maybe ten years old and I'd go and get like an old video or a DVD or something, put it on and watch it in the bedroom without noticing. We know it was VHS noticing. when you were that It was 100% don't, don't, VHS. Yeah, don't pretend DVDs. Betamax. Why? Sorry, you've got VHS. I didn't have DVDs when I was that Yeah, exactly, age. so yeah. wash them up. Yeah. Painting yeah. on the elders in the room. <laughs> I, used go, I used to go and get the reel from the local film. <laughs> the cave painting. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> too, too far, guys. Sorry. Too far. Um, but... I didn't really get into horror until I was 
probably about 15, which is like when this film came out. So I remember it, I watched it with my mum. We were watching it on TV with advert breaks, which was filth because it meant that I didn't want to go to the toilet. And like, it wasn't like I could pause it. It was like the adverts would come on, and I was like, I need a wee, but this... There was just a build up of fluids. Yeah, there was side. a lot of fluids. <laughs> because it terrified me to the point where I was like, I'm just going to hold this in. I, I'm, I'm not going in that hallway, it's dark. <laughs> right? I'm really trying to guess. Um, I think I, I, think I know what The thing is, it's, it's the others. Yeah. Right? And Not on this, No. no. You, have you all seen the others? I yeah. actually yes. haven't. I think I've seen bits of it, but I've not seen it all the way cool. through. So cool. Good. thing is, it's... Looking back at the others, it's slow. Mm. It's very sort of deliberate. Yeah, there's a, it's dripping with atmosphere. Like the house is always shrouded in fog. Dripping with something. So the house was it was it was shrouded in fog. They were cut off. There was a house. It was in Jersey, so it was already they were all yeah. isolated. And you look at it and you're thinking, this is a horror film, mm. you know. And it, and it was. But looking back, I watched it yesterday, and it was um, not a lot happens, it's, you know. Mm. But but it does it in such a way that draws you in. It's that it's. Um, I think Mark Kermode describes modern horror films as quiet, quiet bang. Yeah, and this was very much quiet, quiet, quiet. quiet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> quiet. Yeah, which. Ruined but the errs, but, but that's the thing. It, nothing needed yeah. to jump out at yeah. you. Nothing needed. There's a there's an awesome scene in there, um, which reminded me of uh, Best Friends Forever, where with the sheets, um, yes. and Nicole Kidman's character, she walks into a room thinking that there's a, a a person or an intruder has gone in there, yeah, and everything is covered in white sheets and it's brightly lit. But I, I even yesterday. You know, I was I was back. I was like that fifteen-year-old holding his wee in. Like it was <laughs> awful. Um, but I don't know what it is about it. It's not. I think what's great about it, like you said, with the daylight thing, is the fact that daylight is also the source of the terror for some of the characters as well. That's it, because all the kids because, are photosensitive, aren't they? Uh, yeah, everything obviously in horror films, and particularly even stuff with the stuff that we make. A lot of it's in the dark. Mm. And don't get... We're aware, guys, these people make dumb decisions and they've always got torches and they're always in freaking creepy houses in the stuff that we do. But I think what was refreshing about that is the fact that the daylight was such a scary thing. Like the daylight was the villain, wasn't it? it scary in, like, the traditional sense. That was it. It was... The way it sort of (laughs) built up the tension, like, from the start, you got, like, the the new workers come into the house and they were looking back very stereotypical you know it was the old woman yeah. the gardener that doesn't stay much but is about 80 yeah. the mute girl <laughs> you know it, it, it's yeah. all look, looking back you think oh that's a bit cliche but it all just works yeah. and it's there are a few sort of moments that kind of there's a few music cues that make things very obvious and there's mm-hmm. like some looks that there's uh, the workers give each other where you think knowing the ending oh man that gives it away but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure when I was 15 I didn't get that. I'm not going to say the no. twist because it's not fair I'd but be it's... interested to see if I like if I was to watch it tomorrow now whether I can actually get that mm. I don't know I, I feel like based in, it's, it's similar in terms of how Sixth Sense is people kind of yeah. know what's going to happen yeah. can we just yeah. digress to Sixth Sense for a second so I have never seen it and now I know the twist, I feel like it's one of those films that I never have to watch. It's worth so, watching. Because... Uh, the I motel just, I don't... one, isn't it? The what? Is it the one set in the motel? No, that's... It's I, Bruce Willis. Identity. identity. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Oh, that's no, I do, but I do know the twist from Sixth Sense, so yeah. Yeah, but that's that's another one that's got a, a really good, obviously, twist in it that you see, you hmm. once you know the twist, well, you see it, it coming. Well, repeat viewing is what makes it kind of special when you do watch it and then you, yeah. you're like, oh, you wow, that's things. what's going on. That's why then that happens. the next time you watch it... I You're kind like, of wish that I didn't so make a twist jokes in Sixth Sense though, because I'm never going to get to experience it watching it not knowing the twist. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel, feel like it's yeah. the end of the world. I think Lonely yeah. Island are to blame for that one. I think they told me what happened at the end of that film in one of their songs. <laughs> so. So when Bruce Willis realises that it's his sledge all along. <laughs> I got it. Excellent. I got it. But the thing is with, with, with the others, there's like spread out I think it's about an hour and 45 minutes long and then there are about three scenes in it that are actually scary mm. there's one bit of imagery in there with um, 
she thinks she's walking in on a little girl playing oh, with yeah, uh, a puppet. Like, it's iconic, um, though, isn't there's it? There's that yeah, withered that, hand. Yeah. It's just, just simple filth. Like that. Yeah. And the thing is, in, in a modern horror film, you've got to think, like, the, the other's actually 18 years old. You know, it's not yeah, it's new. Um, it owes a lot, though, to, I think, horror from oh, the 70s. Oh, 100%. Like, like the candlelight, the shadows. The scene, particularly, mm. is, is very much like the seance scene yeah. in uh, The Changeling. Like, mm. 100%. It's near spot on. Uh, and I always love me a blind woman and a Ouija board. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was happy, but, but yeah, yeah. Look, looking back, it is. It's refreshing that there's moments there where you're expecting, you've seen the creepy thing, and then you're expecting it then to jump out at you and give you a jump, but it never does because yeah. it doesn't need to. It's already unnerved you enough. Yeah. It, it doesn't need like the cheap scare afterwards. And also, I didn't realize. I forgot totally that Christopher Eccleston was in it. Mm. Um, he turns up and Keith Allen's in it as well for like two minutes yes um, well I think again I think that's probably why I enjoyed it a lot more than most horror films is because it felt homegrown there was a lot of British talent in there obviously yeah. I know there's Nicole Kidman who's like the lead but it feels like I don't know like a country estate somewhere mm. here like you I yeah. could personally see it happening yeah and obviously we learn about the war and everything in history class and things yeah. like that so you're kind of aware that these things were happening in like the countryside and stuff yeah. so that was a really unique setting I think for a horror movie what's the matter? where is my daughter? what have you done with my daughter? are you mad? I am your daughter <gasps> you're, you're not my daughter Pop quiz. Mm. Who executive produced it? Oh. I'm a big fan. I'll just give that, I'll just throw that one out there. It's going to be one of two people. Nicholas Cage. The other one. (laughs) Tom Cruise. Because he was with Nicole Kimmer, wasn't he? And divorced in 2001 when the film came out, so just saying. But, I mean, touching upon that, one of the things I was going to say is um, the fact that they got Nicole Kidman Hmm. in a film like that I think is great. And I know this might link into something that we're talking about further on, but I know that that did kind of well in terms of nominations for awards. She got nominated for a BAFTA, did she? Or was was the film nominated? I don't even know if there was an Academy Award nomination in there somewhere. I'm sure that... I'm positive there was. Like, we, we need to check that and then... The people at home could be like, no. Bear with me. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll Google. But I, I think that's you. Obviously, you don't hear about horrors really getting those kind of nods. But I think it, it requires maybe an actress or an actor of that caliber to, to do a role like that. But it, it's. I think it's because it wasn't a straight up horror movie. Yeah. It because it, it wasn't. It, it was just an exercise in tension and. It was. Creepiness I think. I think that's the thing. It was. It's. It's yeah. actually oh, more of. It's, it's quite a it's sad a story. It's a ghost story. It's a, yeah. it's a sad family story yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. It's quite tragic. I've never it, seen it. I kind of get sort of thrillery vibes from mm, it mm, in a way, yeah. um, which I think is in a way sort of the some of the horror films that are out there, things like um, It Follows and um, Get Out and stuff like that, mm. where that actually it is probably leaning more towards thriller, mm. but they seem to do really well with that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. 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 It was nominated for um, Golden Globes for Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And the screenplay and Nicole Kidman were nominated for BAFTAs, but no Oscars. Oh. Nothing. Yeah. <coughs> did she win? No. I have found that, not. though, like, obviously we'll touch on, we're going to touch on it later, but, like, with the whole kind of... I think, like, the ghost story type of films tend to do better at the BAFTAs... In terms well, of nominations, that, again, it was it was very much it was a kind of it British, was British wasn't it? Yeah, but because it? do you know what I mean? Because it's it's a ghost story rather than being like a jumpy, jumpy film. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we have maybe a different appreciation for ghost stories than maybe the American I think, audiences yeah. I do. I think we've got the. I think we've got that history that American audiences don't have. Mm. I, th- I think that's something yeah, that plays 100%. plays yeah. into it. I think that's probably why a ghost story yeah. works over here a little bit more because. You just got to look around at all the old buildings and things that we've got. Yeah. You go to America, nothing's nothing's yeah. that old. I don't know. Like, it's, it's only a few hundred years. Like, yeah, American history doesn't go back far. No. Yeah, it's like when you drive past like Walton Hall, like a place in Nottingham. Um, if anybody's ever drove past there, 
as a child, I remember driving past it at night because my grandma lives nearby it and seeing the light shining upon it and just mm-hmm. imagining seeing like somebody run past the window or someone stood on the top and no. it used to, that used to scare the living bejesus I'm out, out of now. me. Like, yeah, <laughs> never mind like, and still That's, now, like, if I'm me. driving past <laughs> Wardson Hall at night time, I'll always glance over and think, oh, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just have images of seeing like a ghostly figure in a window or on top of the building or yeah, yeah no it's not wailing Mary <laughs> wailing Mary <laughs> so I think the, the others was that was the sort of film that kind of maybe sparked mm. that interest and looking back um, when we made the copywriter the others was mm. one of the films that I looked at with the yeah. candlelight and everything sure. like that yeah. that you know I, I want it to look like that you know that's and I think it, it sort of did so I'm, I'm pretty pleased oh yeah yeah no, you did an amazing job bizarrely the music in it, Richard, this is one for you. Yeah. Um, reminded me of the soundtrack from the Tomb Raider games. Okay. Just mm. you know, okay. one to look out Unique. for. Can I do my second one? My half. Your half. Your my half. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I just shall I give it away straight off the bat, or shall I kind of let you guess no, by let's talking guess. about it? No, I like more this. Form that way. Have you already spoken about this? Kind of. Potentially, maybe yeah. to you, not to these yeah. boys. Okay, cool. So you've got to keep showing sure so, this one, then, I guess. Um, so this one was, I think, I was about sixteen when I saw this one. So this was the year it came out on DVD, um, and it was the talk of the classroom. Basically, everyone was like, "Oh, have you seen this film? It's, it's you know, it's disgusting. It's horrible. It's, it's absolute filth." And even the teachers were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go and see that one. I don't go and see it. And like, even the, like, the tagline of the film was daring you to go and see it. So, obviously, me and Jared were like, yeah, boy. <laughs> going to watch this one. So he got his DVD from... DVDs now, not VHLs. Oh, yeah. Got a DVD from his brother, bought it round, um, and we watched it. And it's the film, I think, that... Not sparked my love of horror but made me want to make horror films mm. because I saw it and I thought I, I, we could, I could do that. Yeah. And it's, um, it's the first Saw film. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it Pretty was, it's simply like, made. It's, yeah. mm. it was that tagline, dare you see Saw. And I was like, mm. Mm, potentially. Possibly. It was literally, it was the fact that yeah. I probably wouldn't have watched it apart from the fact Did that... Did the first poster get banned there as well? Because it, it was, was like the fault. severed fault, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which, if you think about it, is a massive plot point. Oh, yeah. That they gave it. away, but it was so enticing. Pretty sure Everyone was talking about Pretty it. sure my DVD cover is a chopped off foot. Yeah, probably. So I'm like, yeah. oh, great. And then Saw 2 is like two fingers. And two fi- yeah, but yeah. This, that's it. It's like, literally, I only saw it because... I. I Martin was like talking about oh he chops his own foot off I'm like don't see I want to see this whereas nowadays you go come on spoilers yeah but but it's it's perfect in the way that I mean they I'm sure James Wan and Lee Waddell made that like fresh out of film school didn't they they did yeah they made a short didn't they and they pitched it and he was like didn't it get it got picked up and they were going to get a certain amount of budget I think something like that and then but he said no no I want to direct it yeah and then they went well we're not giving you that much then. Yeah. So they got, I think it was a million dollars, um, and they made it cheap. Yeah. But they made well, it effective. It's, if you think about it, it's all a million one, one, one room one apart place. from, like, the flashbacks. Yeah, it cuts away, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. And there's a, a I think... That's, like, textbook 101, like, filmmaking. To get a film made, you set it in a room and you have something cool happen. Yeah, you have minimal cast. Yeah. Um, not a lot going on. everything to a minimum, um, but do it well, I think, yeah. is the... The message from it really but the I first one isn't even that gory <coughs> no it isn't but it's not even the gore that's like the <gasps> moment in it it's no it's the, the, the end, end. Yeah. the end yeah. again everybody who's listening to this has probably seen it but I'm not going to give spoilers away but yeah, there is a moment it. at the end where you go what the f- like how did I not see that can beat that one. Yeah, yeah. Beat that one. that's a big one. Yeah, so that's like three so far. We can probably keep them coming oh, if you no, want extra I think, work. I think you've got quite a bit. It's all good. Sorry, it's probably all me. <laughs> it it looks like you were going to censor it as well, Charlie. You sort of went, "What the?" I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to self-censor, but yeah. But yeah, it, it's um, there's on the Saw DVD as well. There was a really cool making of, mm. and that I think because it was when you see making ofs on DVDs. It was always for like the big budget stuff, and it was like I can't. How? How? Mm. But then on that, 
they were like, oh yeah, because we couldn't really afford to do the car scenes moving, so we yeah. did it poor man's method. We had him in a garage, <laughs> we blacked everything out and ran around it with lights and a fog machine. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. We could yeah, do that. Yeah, it's incredible. You I, know. I mean, Lee Wanell just tweeted something, I'm sure, just the other day, and he was kind of celebrating the anniversary of Saw, and he was saying about like how his uh, film professor basically told him and James one that they were never going to make it. And like, what guy feels like an idiot now. That film alone is a massive like middle finger, isn't it? Mm. Just yeah. Because like the it's the most successful horror franchise out there, isn't it? Now I think so. Like seven films, eight, eight. films, eight. eight, eight, eight with a new one with Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which mm, terrible horror fan <laughs> here? I've only seen the first one. I mean, leave to, it. to be honest, stop at three. I, yeah. I, I literally, stop I, at three. I, I think I, I definitely own two and three on DVD. Potentially four, but I haven't watched them yet. Stop at three, go to four at a push, but then after that, leave it. Okay. <laughs> but it, it became more about the traps. Like you, you were then going to see it each year, or you were then going to watch it because you just wanted to see bad things happen to well, bad people. this is the yeah. thing. We, Which we, was then, like, when Hostel was a thing as well, wasn't it? That was it. It kicked off, didn't it? That whole torture porn, torture porn thing. Yeah. And we went to the cinema to see the fourth one. It was the first one that I could get into. Yeah. You know, and... So we went to see it, and, you know, sort of expecting a certain kind of audience. But there was a group of old-age pensioners sat at the back. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, initial, my initial thought was... <laughs> oh, they... ghost was added that day. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord! <laughs> so, my initial thought was, oh, they've gone into the wrong film, they don't really know what's going on. They were just embarrassed, so they just but, stayed they just there. stayed. But when we, when we came out, they were in the lobby going, oh, well, it wasn't as gory as the third one, was it? <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Oh. Like, that, this is well literally going to be us. Yeah, like, when we're 80, what happens we'll be, to like, going to see us. the most... You like, cannot F judge at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I thought, that's you know what, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the others and Saw, yeah. I think, were the, nice. were the two. It's quite, they're very different as well. They yeah, are. They yeah, are. there's, like, like very different. I think, I Ghost think Saw story. does border on kind of maybe more of your other taste with like kind of action and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it borders on your other taste in terms of like uh, kind of martial arts and action though because yeah. I think it very much has that aesthetic to it with the camera work and, and the way things are done Yeah, I think it's very like grungy and, and it's, it's kinetic isn't it yeah. as a film yeah yeah it's um, I, I've literally chosen two things that couldn't be more different yeah. well played yeah. Yeah, well played, John. Um, who, who should we go for next? Who who wants to share their innermost secrets? Richard. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, so after following those two, which are very, very much horror based, mine's going to sound a little bit ridiculous. Well, mine's, um, mine's also ridiculous. So, yeah. But you know, I, I was a lot younger. Um, I couldn't tell you how old, and I, I watched it on TV, so it had been out for a while at this point, um, and I remember it scaring the crap out of me, even, but only in certain places, because actually, it's very funny, and that's kind of the whole purpose of it, Yeah, um, is Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, that film, Excellent. for me, is <laughs> uh, yeah. one of my all-time favourites. Yeah. Oh, it's I so see good. It, it I kind see of, it. it kicks off a lot of... The sort of my love for the zombie genre um, is a, a really big thing for me. I've probably seen most of the zombie films out there by this point, good or bad, and I don't particularly care which. Um, there's some terrible, terrible stuff in there. They just uh, throw it off the dead at the end. Yeah, yeah. Or, or my personal favourite was. There is a fish tank in this room. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not a video, Liam. No, you can't no, just no, reference no, things no, in no. the room. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> <Lamp>. <laughs> Teapot. <laughs> um, but stuff like um, Zombie Wars, which was god-awful, where they were basically just harvesting, harvesting people and like essentially putting them in cages, and every time the cage door opened, it was the same creaky sound effect. It was, <laughs> oh, it that. was awful. And it was so, we should probably get everyone together to watch that, because it was bad. Oh, 100%. Um, but that kind of, I would say, is where my sort of love of horror films came from. And I haven't seen a lot of the old classics that you guys probably have. And I'm trying to work my way through that massive, massive backlog at this point of it's different not, horror films. It's not necessarily about that, though, is it? It's more about, like, uh, uh, the whole point of this. It's how you find your way into it. Exactly. Like, we, we all get along and we all do the stuff we do because we like horror. Yeah. We've all approached it differently, but... Mm. I 100% get Shaun of the Dead. I, remember, I watched that for the first time at a sleepover with a friend 
and we were way too young to watch that and I can remember the scene where he gets pulled through the window and yeah. like oh, yeah. yeah horrible and like I'd not seen any of the original like Dawn of the Deads or anything where I get it's all kind of been done before but that to me truly terrified me now I had zombie nightmares for what? like decades <laughs> I, I still do like the plan is as soon as they get into my house I'm in that loft <laughs> the loft hatch is coming down right. food and stuff's already up there I'm going to stop you there because that is a <laughs> podcast idea yeah. zombie that plan zombie, zombie plan. apocalypse plan oh, I've thought about this way too you much. Guys I are going say, down. like no, seriously, on our third date, we actually sat down and had dinner together, didn't we? And yeah. one of our like yes, make or break questions. To point out that we go out. Yes, <laughs> Liam, Liam and Charlie are a thing. So I'm sorry, everyone out there who obviously <laughs> heard their voices and gone. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. But you probably noticed I've got a cold. Sorry. <laughs> one of our make or break questions was, "Do you have a zombie plan?" Yeah. And Liam said, "I have three and I was like, <laughs> "Sold! Yeah, that's the man for me." I've never been more proud of you. <laughs> and I was like, "I also have three So there we go. Same seas. <laughs> so, Rich, did you see? Shaun of the Dead at the cinema, or were you too young? Uh, I don't know if I was too young or I just missed it. Yeah. I saw it for the first time on TV. Okay. And I saw it from about probably halfway through. Yeah. Um, so just when it was starting to kind of pick up and actually be zombie. The thing is, it it is a legitimately good zombie film. Oh, I think oh, that's the I thing. It, it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. I remember just funny. With yeah. Zombies. <laughs> I remember seeing the, the the trailer for it and wanting to go to the cinema to see it. Literally on the basis of, oh, it's got an arm off. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. What's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl lizard? Because I love her. Alright, gay. Okay. Do something! Wait there. Uh, hold it there. I'm coming! I, I think the tagline for it, I believe, is a romantic comedy with zombies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is. Perfect. Perfect. Two of opinion. your favourite things. I mean, yeah. I, I've not seen Spaced <laughs> or anything like that before. And I, I, in all honesty, I'm a terrible human. I've, never I've seen still Spaced. not seen Spaced. Oh my god. It's and I, worth a watch. I love, obviously, the Cornetto trilogy, but yeah, that, that film was near mm. like perfect. I mean, it's one of Tarantino's favourite films, isn't it's it? it? It's it? Yeah. just so it's brilliantly crazy. done, and there are so many small hidden things in there. Oh yeah. That yeah. I'm, I swear every time I watch it I pick up something yes. new I said this to you like, I watched it again recently it was on ITV because apparently ITV is sponsored by the Cornetto trilogy like it's on every <laughs> week hot fuzz is that on ITV <laughs> yeah, like, like all the time yeah, um, and I watched Shaun of the Dead again and I remember texting uh, Liam something and I was like oh my god I've only just realised that this happened to Shaun of the Dead and he was like what I've well, I didn't even click to the fact that he says we're coming to get you Barbara yeah. obviously it's not yeah. we're coming yeah. to get you Barbara it's we're coming to get you, Barbara! Yeah. But it's, it's done so well. Yeah. Like, it but it's like sense. the Zombie Nation music when he's on the bus. Oh like, God, that was so something good. that only dawned on me after, I think I must have seen it about zombie. ten times, and I suddenly <laughs> went, oh my God, that song, is it? That's so clever. Like, I've, so I've not picked up on that, so that's no, something I that I will now watch that. next time. Yeah. Go, mm. yeah. But then, like, it is one of those things that you can watch it over and over and over again, and it's so well written so well made where you just go genuinely I has some really horrific some moments though in there obviously the disemboweling yeah. the bit where she the, falls on the thing oh, the guards yeah. are oh, oh no yeah. see, see I love that that that's was funny. genius yeah. the bit though the bit with the pigeon where yeah. he picks the pigeon yeah. up it's just so simple eats it no, oh, no. Yeah. but it's the bit where they're making out in the background and then you just yeah. see that yeah. and his head just, just like snap backwards yeah. and you're like yeah he's dead that's what I mean it's it's a comedy, but it is also it's a genuinely good yeah. zombie film. Yeah. But let's yeah, it not forget it is well. the film that brought us Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, amongst others, beating the crap out of an old man with Paul Cues, <laughs> Paul Cues to Queen. To Queen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Insert clip here. And, and <laughs> repeated use over the years of the phrase you've got red on you. Yeah. Like, oh, on God, anything yeah. like a Pens leaked. There's fake blood on set. Someone's managed to spill ketchup. You've got red on you. I like, said there's no eye in team, but there's an eye in meat pie earlier. I literally actually said that at work. Did yeah. you do the whole thing where you go meat is an anagram of team? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> 
It's, oh my oh, god, I, it's such nerds. I just I love that <laughs> film, and it like taking it sort of away from the horror aspect a little bit. Just the simple stuff, mm. like we say, of things that you you notice. So my my favourite one is when they're playing video games in the living room, and it's like uh, what I was just saying was all top left reload. I'm on it, and then it like it comes to the scene in the bar later on. Yeah. And it is word for word, yeah, yeah. the same thing. It's genius. Uh, it's yeah, the, the script, everything. Yeah, that was like everything aligned for that film, didn't it? It, it could not have been better. But then it's like you were saying as well with um, uh, the others. Mm. It's very, it's British, isn't it? It's very, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. The yeah. cast, you know, you got Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, obviously, you know, from space, they're the two mm. main guys. But then you've got. Um, Ah, Bill Nye's in it. Yeah. Mm. I always forget that he's in it. And then he turns up and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. It's Bill Bill Nye. Nye. He's awesome. Yeah, he's just around the garden with a bit of wood. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I know that film too well. Quite heartbreaking as well, obviously, with his mum, isn't Mm. it? Like, there's. Sorry, I've just remembered the scene when they meet. Like their doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sherlock's mate. Oh, um, Martin Freeman. Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Morgan <laughs> Freeman. George Foreman. Not even close. George Formby. There's <laughs> so many people in that film before yeah. they became like, yeah. a thing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, that awesome choice. Um, yeah, really good. I don't know. I don't know who to go for next. Rock paper scissors. Do it. Oh come scissors. on! Two scissors. Brilliant. Oh what come on! Say. This is problematic now, folks. Come on. <laughs> right. Are we like right. psychic or is this just... Oh, God. Liam, you're up. <laughs> because, because we'll I do thought this, this would be quick. <laughs> Liam, uh, talk yeah, us through it. Absolute <laughs> gore fest that will be your choice, probably. Oh, no, I know. I, I, know. I think I know what you're going to pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, mine's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Go, um, go. For the big bad fan of, like, horror films and art, director in command of writing some of the gory shit that we do <laughs> the film choice coming up is well, definitely I, I My Little Pony <laughs> I don't think gore is scary in the slightest and I don't this is going to be controversial oh that was my uncle I don't, I don't think that there's much talent in just throwing blood at the screen and thinking it's going to get a response that's that's controversy for the podcast it has its place yeah in, in zombie films I think obviously you need it um, but for me Hostel 1, 2 and 3 were just trash absolutely hated them um, the, yeah so the film for me I again I watched really really young and saw it on TV um, I actually w- watched it I can remember for the first time with my grandma um, and there were moments of it where I had to hide behind a blanket and could not could not face it. And literally, not embarrassed to say, I probably had nightmares until probably 10, 11 about this film. And it, it's just not even warranted. Um, <laughs> I'm only laughing because I know exactly what you're going to say. So, um, my film that got me into horror would definitely be E.T., the extra chocolate. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say this earlier, which is why no. I, I almost <laughs> came and I totally you. agree with you because <laughs> I, can, I can't comment. I, I remember, really, but in, it's magic. Watching that as a child, yeah. I don't even know if this scene exists or if my, horror, <laughs> my, my my memory has just warped it. There's a scene or something where ET's in a bush and he comes out and goes, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's funny. Yeah. But it isn't funny in the film. <laughs> it is pure horror. It, it is. is disgusting. It Even is. now, I have to just go... I haven't seen it since no. I was a child. It because was, mm. I think we should all do an impression of E.T. No, I think... Could you end it? Because yours is the best. Oh, I don't think I'm at full capacity because I'm a bit ill. <laughs> but if you want to if you want to be Elliot, so you need to just breathe a little bit heavy and shine a torch on me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. and then it's, like, it's the fact it goes <laughs> <laughs> it goes away it's literally just like a small old man isn't it yeah. do you not think yeah. like it's so sweet <laughs> but the funny thing is is it was initially supposed to be a horror movie really? it's obviously yeah Steven Spielberg was a kind of at a time where he was obviously like Gremlins Poltergeist all of that sort yeah. of stuff was happening so he he had free reign I think to do pretty much anything he wanted Um and initially, yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be as happy. Because, I mean, if you think about it, 
that and maybe Close Encounters are probably the only films I can really think of where the aliens aren't really here to completely destroy us and blow up. Yeah, they're more benevolent, aren't they? Yeah. Um, But I think what's really clever, and I think with Spielberg's films in general anyway, they they were always family-friendly, but they had those shitty-pants moments, didn't they? Like, all of them had something. I mean, Mm. like... um, even with like Jaws, and it it looks like kind of silly and stuff, but it still makes you scared to be in the water. That scene where obviously the kid gets it is just terrifying to me because <laughs> that guy had the balls to kill a kid. So yeah. then you think a few years later he then makes ET. All bets were off. <laughs> yeah, that kid's gonna die That's when he comes out of the bushes. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. you're talking about Spielberg. At that point, he'd made um, he'd made Jaws. Yeah. He'd made Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. He'd made Duel. Yeah, you know, it's three films that you could uh, very horror. You can tell that he he liked horror. He just made Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, again, generally has some horrific elements in it. Yeah, and then E.T. Yeah, you know, it's like, or he made it Temple of Doom afterwards, even. But it was like he's always got that dark sort of edge. Yeah, so I get where you're coming from. I think that's what's missing from a lot of films these days, though. Now because. if you think about it, the way that you're introduced to that character, like, by the end of the film, like, that film genuinely brings me to tears, like, every time I watch it. Like, I'm a full mess. It's, like, absolutely awful. And we, we obviously went to go see... We went to see it live in concert with the orchestra and stuff, which was magic, because, again, the the music is everything in that movie. Um, but the we way that you're... Rex walking out of the Albert Hall. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the way that you're introduced to that character is so twisted. Like, there's footprints, he throws the ball, then the ball comes, throws back uh, at him. I mean, obviously you see them leave E.T. behind at the start, um, but you don't really know what E.T. is. And I think, um, obviously they did the anniversary edition where they kind of CGI'd everything, and it it looked really awful, because I think there's some magic to the fact that in some shots you could tell it was just a a dummy on the track, just going... But... It's just slowly deteriorating. But um, I think it's genuinely quite chilling. And then that bit where he camps out at night... Because, I mean, everyone, I think everyone everywhere has had that nightmare where you're asleep and you think something's at the end of your yeah, bed. I've oh. been there. And mm. it's so perfectly done that he wakes up and this thing is there. And you find out it's because he just wants to give the candy back, which, for some reason, I thought was Skittles for a good portion of my life. I only realised recently that they were Reese's Pieces, so... Yeah, <laughs> America. Women. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then it's like... <laughs> and it, it just, like... It's one of those films that you could very easily recut to be a horror film. Oh, 100%, yeah. It's like the, the Mary Poppins edit that's out there <laughs> yeah. that turns it into a horror. Yeah. It's yeah. filth. Yeah. But, but, like, we, I remember when we went to Florida and there's obviously the E.T. ride in Universal Studios and yeah. I felt quite uneasy walking through the queue line. If anybody's not been, yeah. the queue line is the woods. So you walk, right. you have to make your way through the woods mm. to get on the ride and I felt a little bit unnerved like you were taking in it all you were loving yeah. it because it's like one of your favourite films but yeah. I was genuinely a little bit scared like walking through it I didn't like but it that bit in the film obviously you kind of see the woods uh, it, when it's in the film you see the woods from E.T.'s perspective and even that is very similar to how you you know that a serial killer's there because yeah. you just hear E.T. going and like Russell's in the bushes and, yeah. <laughs> and then he has the weirdest fingers I mean oh, yeah granted oh they glow and heal stuff but Come on. Yeah, could bit have made odd. him a little bit more... Bit odd. He is an alien, though. Yeah. See, to be I fair think, to him. I think it's quite interesting, really. But no to... other alien, I think, looks like him. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right. Um, Does it? Really? The the idea of that film and you guys having that kind of almost horror experience with it when young... Not almost. Is oh, a full-on <laughs> full on horror experience. It's <laughs> there as well, John. He's <laughs> really quite alien, if you'll pardon the pun, to me, because... I only watched it for the first time last year, <gasps> I think. Just, Richard I, like, doesn't watch films. We, like, we are, <laughs> I'm a little bit 
we are, we are probably leaning into what is potentially going to be a theme around me here where I haven't seen a lot of the classics. But <laughs> that was... So like, I, I watched it and I was able to thoroughly enjoy it from yeah. the not being shit scared of an alien perspective because... Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's still it's just, not a horror film. It just ignites. But uh, when you're younger, it's it's I don't know. terrifying. If I describe some of the nightmares I used to have, like um, this could be fun. I used to it's um, another great podcast idea. <sighs> nightmares we used to have. Yep. So it's well, I'm writing these down. Are we writing these down? It's in the pod. We've recorded this, Charlie. <laughs> this is what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> just so- <laughs> We're just oh, going to take a moment oh, for Charlie Burns. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take some of that salt you. back? <laughs> you massive... <laughs> edit that out. Yeah, edit that one. <laughs> with, <laughs> bringing everything. <laughs> <laughs> with some of the nightmares that I, I used to have, like, it was things that I'd slightly augment in my, my perception of him, so he'd be, like, at the end of my bed, but he'd have, like, sharp teeth or something. Oh, or, no! And I mean, if you think about it, if you literally just change, like, one little bit of that, yeah. so easily could be... A goblin. Are you okay, mate? Is that okay. like... I, I, I think it explains a lot. I didn't yeah. sleep a lot as a child because of E.T. That's fair. But the thing is, with again, with Spielberg, is that if you think about scary moments in cinema, you think, yeah. oh, E.T. may be looking back, actually, probably yeah. not that... But Jurassic Park and the Velociraptors. Oh, yeah, yeah that the seems... But they all catch you off guard because you go into them thinking that you're watching a kid's movie. Yeah. Yep. And then you're like... Shit! This is not a kids' movie. Uh, that that scene in the, the, in the, the kitchen, kitchen yeah. with yeah. the claws and the yeah. like, no, no, it's no. ruined somewhat yeah. by the hand that comes out to steady the raptor. But you know, it's, we'll uh, gloss over really that. Park. <laughs> it's just a bit where, like, you then realise Samuel Jackson's dead because his frigging arms, oh, arms dropped yeah. there. Yeah. I always remember that. I think that was probably the the first time I kind of saw blood. That's in the like, PG in film. film. Yeah, it's a, P- yeah, it's yeah. a PG yeah. film. That's a seven. That's arm. a seven home. Yeah, that's that's like me but, going oh sore, foot chopped which, off. Which yeah, I, I found I found really really weird because we get away with so much in films now. Obviously, with like Saw and Hostel, but then I think kids' films are so tame. Like you don't have that. No, they like, won't. at all. And that's what made those films special because they're the reasons why you can still watch it as a kid because yeah. it's almost like you dare yourself to watch them again yeah. when you're old enough and when you're prepared for what's going to happen to then be like, yeah, do you know what? I can get through this now. What, <laughs> what is the rating on Jurassic Park? PG. 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 I think it was re-rated now that it would probably be maybe... It'd be I, a 12, I reckon, 12. now. And I think Lost it, World get a 12, eh? I'm sure Lost I, World was a little bit more, kind uh, of. And I think they're all PGs up until the, the recent ones. Pretty sure, but, but yeah, it's interesting. Then, more recent ones uh, with Jurassic uh, World, there was the bit obviously with the pterodactyl, which I think everyone kind of was a bit like, "Wow, okay, that's quite a lot for one person to have to endure." Mm. But, yeah, but it was there like, wasn't really any other bits. But it was, was sort like, of <laughs> the way it was powerful. done was so like outlandish and like well, yeah, it, it, was cartoon, it, it was CG. It wasn't it? scary. No, that hand coming down and the velociraptors in the thing. Oh it's God. so much more effective. Yeah. And yeah, I always think of obviously when you see the dinosaurs through the tanks and you're like, oh. is it real? Is it not? Mm. Like, I even in, when I go to museums and stuff now, I don't trust shit in tanks. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> that's going to come a lot. There's a tank. There's a tank. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm fully not going to trust that at all. Absolutely not. But going back to ET, because this is therapy. Sorry, for me, yeah. Um, <laughs> What what made matters worse when I was kind of dealing with the trauma of, of watching that film? I mean, I I did... Every time it was pretty much on, my mum would be like, come on, let's watch E.T. Because for some reason, I think she enjoyed seeing me <laughs> <laughs> experience it. But I can remember we went to Stegness and on one of those uh, grab grabbing machines, like the one-pound like claw machines. Um, never won one in my life. Won one there... And it was an ET. <laughs> and it, was, it was it was an ET in a grey hoodie. So one doesn't make sense because I don't think he's ever in a grey hoodie in the movie. Like he's not in a hoodie, is he? Because he's an alien. Was he's it got the blanket? Was it ET or was it like T E? Uh, was it like oh, the, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the copyright yeah, it was, et. Et. <laughs> um, But what was really freaky about him was the fact that he had um, he was like soft and plush, but his face was rigid plastic. <laughs> Um, what used to happen is I can always remember I just I kept him in my wardrobe. Please tell me you didn't at any point put him at the bottom of your bed because that would have been stupid. Well, no, this was this was the thing because obviously this was when I was I was quite young and my mum would still make my bed and stuff and occasionally she did and I was like I know that you're effing with me right now you're doing this <laughs> but there were occasions where it would I, I used to put it in the wardrobe 
And sometimes my wardrobe door would like be open a crack or whatever. And I can remember one time I just woke up and it was just, <laughs> just in, in the crack. I could just see his one eye, and I was like, "I know that you're sentient. I know that you're watching me. This is this is not okay." So oh, your your, look, your child brain went that thing. Is, oh no, this is when I was like eighteen. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. awful. But that's a, that's a sign I of a good movie, that. isn't it? I have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know how I am when I watch it now. Like, it's probably one of my favorite films ever. It, yeah, and, yeah. Always tears. Mm, 100%. <laughs> Charlie. So I'm I'm a bit like you, Jono, in this sense. I've kind of got a one and a half. So I think I might do my half first, though. Weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Only because one's horror, one's very much not horror, but has a lot of horror elements in. Um, and it's one of my favourite films. I'm going to drop some clues. Um... You'll, you'll know what this is straight away. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kids' film, again, like yours, um, Liam, and it's actually turned into one of my favourite films. I love it. I watch it regularly. I've got vinyl of the soundtrack, an original vinyl cut of the soundtrack, um, and it's got David Bowie in it. Okay. And it I'm is there. Labyrinth. <laughs> Are you just there because of David Barry or That's yeah, that's where I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point at which I knew what it was. <laughs> also so it's yeah, movie. Labyrinth. Now again, it's a kid's film. But first and foremost, he is stealing baby children to take to an impossibly solved labyrinth a solvable labyrinth. Seems fine to me. Stolen by goblins, which are Jim Henson puppets, which were, to me, as a child, scared the absolute bollocks out of me. Like, I could not even... I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like, she's now a lady. Is that a scared. It's the scene where they're waiting for Sarah to say, I wish the goblins would take you away right now. And they're all kind of in the walls or under the bed and they're like say the words and that I was like Ugh. no didn't like that that was oh, not on yeah. that's Any, awful and also <laughs> I know you because you didn't watch Labyrinth I think until I think until we started until going out until we went to we started going so out so I, I didn't I, I don't really rate those kind of films I, I see the charm but I think because I, I watched them later like you said yeah. the yeah. I didn't really get it um, but there is there's the scene with like the cleaners and the helping hands, um, which is horrendous. She's, like, falling down the sink, and there's, like, hands that make shapes. I don't know why I'm showing you, because it's a podcast, but I'm miming the hands. But they're like, don't go that way, go this way. Like, she said that. And it's horrendous. And then the cleaners, like, the machine that is the cleaners, I mean, there's a little, like, puppet thing, like, chasing after it, but it's, like, this mechanical, like it would dice you up into, like, a million pieces if it got you. Like, there are, like you were saying with E.T., there are elements of it that are terrifying. Mm. And for a long time, as a child, I was really scared of, like, masquerade masks because of the masquerade ball, because that that scene I found very menacing. I mean, it's set up and it's all bright and pretty and, like, he's trying to, like, woo her and she's all beautiful and... But there's all these really creepy people in masks, which I found really unnerving. Mm. Um, I mean, later on as a teenager, the masquerade ball was like my goal wedding idea. Um, so that kind of changed. But yeah, initially I found it really, really unnerving. Well, this is the thing. Again, it's I've just got the IMDb page up and it, it was a you when yeah. it came. You know, and then... To think. Yeah. This is what I think was... I must have been about four or five years old, and my parents, it was on on yeah. TV on like a Sunday afternoon, and my parents just sat me in front of it and went, Oh, look, David yeah. Bowie's in a film, Jim Henson puppets. But that, that sort of like, content yeah. today, you know, you're thinking, That's oh, not going to be a kid's film. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's sad in a way because I think it's, yeah. it's sort of, you need to be exposed to those sorts of stories. Mm. to a certain extent yeah. when you're young yeah well, no, it's I... not harmed anybody it's 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 a bit of fun but well, then it's got that sort of message yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and I, I think you've got to look back at stuff like even going to like disney and stuff like snow white the the witch oh, in that scared the yeah. shit out of me it's where she's going yeah. into the like trap door and she's like yeah yeah that's you're like, oh, no, even no. now yeah. that's horrendous yeah not on that but um, yeah, that was my labyrinth. Was my half. So I, I love it now. It is one of my 
all-time favourite films. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. Richard, you've got a lot on your yeah, list. Yeah, there's a, there's a big I will list. lend it to you. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You, again, you'll probably have the same reaction you had to E.T. You'll be yeah, a bit like... But I, yeah, it was all right. It's, but, yeah, it's one of my favourites. The sorry, other what? one... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just don't tell me if you hate it, because if you hate it, we can't be friends anymore. Cool, um, cool. The other one is, funnily enough, my favourite horror film, which I started talking about at the start of the podcast, mm-hmm. which is Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Please, God. This is God. I think the main reason that this film got me into horror so much... Well, there's two reasons. One is Nancy, because I think I... I watched Nightmare on Elm Street when I was a teenager and I started off like watching things where women were portrayed to be these people that weren't very clever and would go into dark rooms and, you know, like, flail about and not do very much. And I think Nancy was like... Nothing we create. Nancy was the first final girl I watched where she was, like, badass, resourceful, like, read a book on traps and booby traps and, like, pancake stairs, which was just brilliant. Like, stairs made of pancake mixed with holes in them. Like, great... Trivia queen. Trivia queen there, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, it was... She was badass, and I think, like, as an actress, I was like, yes! Like, because I think I must have been about 13, 14 when I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. And I... That was when I was kind of deciding, yes, acting is something I definitely, definitely want to pursue. And being... Growing into a massive horror fan, Nancy was the kind of character that I always dreamt of playing one day. So I kind of fell in love with, like, final girls like Nancy. What was it about it that scared you? The thing about it that scared me was, funnily enough, not I, it was pre-watching Nightmare on the Street. There was used to be a series on Channel 4 called, like, The 100 Greatest or whatever and it was the 100 greatest it was the 100 greatest horror films and I think (laughs) what are you laughing at? It's Liam's salty. Yeah, yeah, seen that show. Yeah, it's just yeah. salty bitch. Yes, <laughs> hundred greatest burr. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it, yeah, it's the hundred greatest horror movies, and it it went through like some like amazingly god awful films, but horrendously scary films. And I think Nightmare on Elm Street was in the top ten. And there was a um, like a talking head. I can't remember who it was, but this this guy said the scariest thing about Freddy Krueger is he comes in your dreams and you have to sleep. Yeah. You cannot go to Camp Crystal Lake, you'll escape Jason. You can out you can outrun Michael Myers. You can you know, you cannot go to the haunted house in the country and not be like surrounded by ghosts. But like it or not, you will have to sleep. Your body will make you sleep. So it is inevitable that Freddy Krueger will get you. This And I sat there about twelve years old, saw that and I went no and then I watched the film and yeah I had a a traumatic like experience with it and then I would I I don't know why but I'd I'd, it made me thinking about like windows and doors like in the middle of a heat wave in July every door every window in my house had to be locked at night and I was terrified to the point of like not sleeping and again just because it, it it scared me so much that it was that vox pop bloke on that documentary that was like freddie krueger will get you if you sleep and then hearing that first and then watching the film i was like no see it's funny you should say it because one of my friends um this was back in junior school so i was like uh, probably about 10 mm. and um he'd claimed that he'd seen this film you know nightmare on elm street and i, I don't even know if he had but he was like, oh, you don't want to go into your boiler room. You don't want to go into a boiler room. Freddie will get you. And I'm thinking, looking back, he probably hadn't seen the film. He'd mm. just heard of Freddy Krueger, knew yeah. there was something to do with a boiler room in there. And at this point, I hadn't seen the film. But I would... We've 
Yeah. Our house has got like a room that has the boiler in it. Yeah. And I was terrified of going anywhere near that. Yeah. Well, Fred how did is definitely in the area. Can I just say? Our towels. I would just like to say our boiler in my parents' house was in my bedroom. Oh, that's the <laughs> so worst. So well, being absolutely room, yeah. terrified of Freddy Krueger, boiler rooms, that's not couldn't sleep. We've got easy access it was when you're in, asleep. Yeah, and right. I was just, honestly, no, <laughs> you, you, we, take, we take the mic now, but honestly, I was scared that in the middle of the night, I'd just hear, like, like the door would open and then I'd just say... Oh, the, the scene where yeah. he's got his, his hands yeah. that, 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 yeah, that, you, Liam laughs at me for this, but honestly, <laughs> the scene where Tina's in the alleyway and he's like, Tina, and then his arms go, yeah. I get, like, scares them, I get the Jesus out they were make. trying to do, because I think, you know when you think about things that are in your nightmares, they just don't make sense, yeah, but they terrify you. So I get where they were going with it, but I, mean, I find it quite funny. It's very hokey, but, and it's I very eighties. Yeah, but that, I think the, that's another thing. I mean, I think it goes later in all, all the sequels. It it does have its its dark comedy moments. Oh, he was very much like one moment. But like, it was even after that, like that whole sequence with Tina's like the outstretched arms, and like where he comes from, like the side of like the washing line post, mm. and like he's not there, and then suddenly he's there, and he chops off his fingers, and then she pulls off his fe- and it was, it was he was relentless, and it that he looks that very different really as well, didn't he, from anything you'd really kind of see. And if you think about yeah. the other kind of classic killers, it was man they're mass. all like seven yeah. foot stupid. And they're, they're very masculine looking, whereas I'm, he kind of looks like a dirty old man, mm. and he's supposed mm. to. There's, and I think that's what was kind of scary, because he was going after, like, teenagers. So I think the thing for me um, is the fact that, you know, everyone has to sleep, as you mentioned earlier, so he is going to get you in your dreams. But it's the thought that actually sleeping, and it kind of comes a little bit back to paranormal activity and stuff, that is when you're at your most vulnerable yeah. to with by these things yeah. and that is horrible yeah. when you think about it and it it has now become very very iconic yeah. but like I know it's hokey I know it's very 80s and people slam the absolute shit out of Night Run on the Street but just that idea of preying on people when they're at their most vulnerable when they're their most peaceful at sleep which is inevitable because you have to sleep. Yeah, you've got no is choice. genius. It's a heck of a concept. It's genius, it? yeah. and that that was the thing that really scared me. And like I said before, like Nancy's really inspired me as like a, a horror actress, just because she wasn't that helpless, mm, flailing, yeah. bimbo-like final girl that I'd seen in other horror films I'd watched as a teenager like she was the first one I think that I'd been exposed to where she was like no I'm going to get this bastard I will Mm. find a way to to get you and she's Mm. clever Mm. she's really clever so that inspired me to kind of want a role like Nancy it's interesting as well that you've chosen you're the first person to choose a horror film that has a classic horror villain Mm -hmm. as the person you know as the film that got you into horror yeah Mm. I mean, E.T. is a classic character, but he's not a horror yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Shaun of the Dead, it's, it's a great film, but you wouldn't... They're not mm-hmm. iconic horror characters mm-hmm. in the sense that they spawned a franchise. I mean, I guess Jigsaw, Tobin Bell, you know, yeah. a little bit, yeah. but not in the yeah. same league as, as Freddy. I picked... I mean, I was toying with the idea of, like, a few different films. I think, like, Signs came up at one point, and I was like, oh, I might talk mm. about Signs. But Nightmare on Elm Street, for me, is... When people say, what's your favourite horror film? Nightmare on Elm Street. What's your favourite Final Girl? Nancy. What's mm. the first film that scared you? Nightmare on Elm Street. And I think that was why I picked it as the film that that stands out to me as the one that really got me into horror was because it was genuinely the first film that really, really frightened me. Mm. Really frightened me. And it's the film that's responsible for one of the most popular pub quiz questions ever. Oh, hit us with it. Which actor... Got his Johnny big break. Depp. There you go. You see, yeah, people forget Johnny Depp, doesn't it? Um, Sauce, but, don't. It. Uh, don't test it, it, also, it also spawned probably one of my greatest things. And just looking at you now in your Mr. Poopy Butthole t shirt, <laughs> just Scary Terry from Rick and Morty that's, is fantastic. That's and when the fact you know it's you, one whole spoof. 
Yeah. So when you well, know yeah. you've made it as a, yeah. as, a, as a character, doesn't it? When, well, it's... when you think about like that, you know, we spoke about how it kind of disintegrated into more hokey things. There was like a portion of time where he was then being featured in like rap videos. He was on Lunchboxes. Mm. Like he's the only like horror villain. Kids who's Lunchboxes. Come into that, I like, genuinely, genuinely, yeah. genuinely think that had I still been at like Lunchbox carrying age, oh, like yeah. I would have wanted a Nightmare on Street. Yeah, I might just go on eBay after this. <laughs> I think we actually found some on Universal Any kind of, and I very nearly bought one. Any but. kind of memorabilia for you, oh, I think, yeah. is a big thing. Like, yeah, I'm a hoarder. Big, big fan as well of, um, of the Slash Street Boys video yeah. that you sent us that time. Oh, I was oh, yes. absolutely creasing so at that. I think there's about two or three of those now. <laughs> there's some really good ones so in good. there. So good. I think it's either Leatherface or Michael just has the most amazing voice. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, you can sing. Right, so guys, I've just checked the time and we have run at about an hour there talking about those films. So I'm thinking, if it's all right with you guys, that we sort of split this podcast right here and mm. we leave the awards talk for the next episode. Sounds good to yeah. me. Good? Sounds like yeah. a plan. Cool beans. So I know, Liam, you wanted to have a quick chat about uh, X, the promo that we've just put together for Super Freak Media to celebrate 10 years. Yeah, so I mean, um, February, uh, obviously this is coming out in March now, but... February 16th, we celebrated 10 years online, and it's been a crazy journey so far. Uh, it's, obviously, we spoke about some of the, our favourite horror films, but like that was a huge celebration of some of our favourite characters, favourite moments over the last decade. We got to see some familiar faces and allude to some future projects in there as well. So um, if you want to check that out, that'll be on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you love 80s nostalgia, then you're going to love that short. And everyone here was involved in some way as well, so it was super special. I'd love for you guys to check it out. Um, but yeah, like, please, I don't know what you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said something about Wednesdays as well. You're um, Women in Horror Wednesdays. Oh, yeah, so... Um, I sound awful at plugging things. That's that's my brainchild. So, um, if you follow us on uh, Instagram and occasionally Twitter, we do post them on there. (laughs) Um, We've started a hashtag and we've been starting posting since the start of the year Women in Horror Wednesdays, hashtag W I H M. No, W I H W. (laughs) Apparently, can't can't use the alphabet. Um, yeah, so every week we post uh, one of our favourite horror characters. Um, it can be a final girl, it can be the antagonist, protagonist, anything. Just uh, a female presence in a horror movie that's really inspired us. And um, We post that on our Instagram stories each week, so please check that out and please follow us because we're posting new content every single day. Perfect. Cool, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I'm going to sign off there. Just remember... Check us out on uh, Facebook. We've got a website. We've got YouTube going on. All the links will be in the description of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so please keep it creepy. See you on the other side. <laughs> Perfect. Oh dear. Ghosties. <laughs>